This morning's reading comes from Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? It's the first official um, Sunday of 2023. Is that right? <laughs> nope, new. No. I'm wrong. It's okay. Hey, well, my name is Austin. I uh, serve here on the leadership team at Trinity. If I don't, uh, if I haven't met you, I would enjoy meeting you. So uh, we'll be around a little bit after. But uh, I get to work at Mizzou's campus full time um, with the college students there, and so. Recently just got access to the football team, so I got a little Mizzou football polo. That's what that's for, you know. Get to uh, build some friendships there and uh, have Bible studies there on the team as well. But um, excited for this morning. Uh, you know, I was thinking a little bit, this, this message is about gratitude, but I was thinking a little bit about my childhood. And uh, I started laughing because it seemed, you know, everybody parents different. You guys probably raised differently than I was, and then people next to you were raised. You guys were raised separate, and now you guys are a lot. Of, a lot of you guys are parents, so you probably are experiencing the other side of it, raising kids um, differently than you were maybe raised or whatever. But there was one thing that was really universal, you know, uh, just with in my family with any kid that was coming up. So if whether it was somebody's niece or nephew, you know, and there was this question right here. Uh, it was the question. And y'all already know the context, but it was, what do you say? <laughs> what do you say? You know, thank you. You know, it's like, and it didn't matter if it was your uncle, your auntie, you know, your cousin. They were getting on you about thank you, right? I mean, I remember, and it, it was, honestly, my mom might have been the worst with it. There was uh, one Christmas where um, I was opening presents, and I don't know how young I was, but I remember opening this gift, and I didn't want it, you know? And so I, uh, I opened it, and I just, you could tell I didn't want it. And I, out loud, was like, hey, man, what is, you know, what is this, you know? She took that present and a couple others, you know, that I really wanted from me and was like, oh, that's how you feel? You know, we're going to get you some gratitude in here. I mean, I mean, I was, I was hurt, you know, I lost my gifts. Oh, I was, I was sad. But I think about that and I thought about, you know, replaying some of those memories in my head. Why was that such a big deal, you know, for my parents and in, in, in my family's um, households, why was gratitude so huge? And I think it's just because gratitude by definition is eager to show appreciation. It is eager to show appreciation, the desire to show appreciation. I'm grateful. I appreciate you and all that you've done for me. Gratitude, I think the reason is because, you know, especially, you know, my mom and my uncles, my aunts, they've done a lot, you know, for me, done a lot for the kids, so much they don't even realize. And uh, I think that's why it was such a heavy drumbeat, you know, growing up. But I look, reflect on it, and there was a lot of times where, you know, that what do you say was enforced, but it was because they, they are trying to cultivate a perspective of appreciation. And so I'm excited today um, to get to talk about gratitude because I do think that it is one of those things that's fundamental um, for us, especially as 
we walk with God. And so um, gratitude, being thankful, being grateful. And so we have three points this morning. And the first one is just going to be benefits of a life of gratitude. What are benefits in our life as we genuinely are grateful? <clears throat> the next one is how are we going to, how can we protect our gratitude? And the last one is how to cultivate it um, in our prayers and in our life as well. So I'm going to pray for us real quick and then we'll jump into it. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you for this morning. Thank you for your word, God. And as we look at um, Psalms 100, God, that we would really just have hearts of gratitude. God, I pray that, um, God, you would speak through me. God, speak through your word, God, and allow um, all of us to, to walk away, God, encouraged, and walk away, um, God, desiring more gratitude in our life and more thankful for what you've done for us. Let me pray. Amen. So benefits, benefits of a life of gratitude. You know, honestly, benefits of a life of gratitude are there are many. And so spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, I mean, there are just so many benefits of just being grateful in general, being a grateful person. You know, things that I find interesting a lot of times are when secular perspectives or people who are coming up with these new findings in a secular realm agree with biblical truths. You know, I find that so interesting. There was an article written um, from Harvard Education titled, Giving Thanks Can Make You Happier. Okay, it, ha- it was written in 2021, but here's a little quote from that. Um, it said, gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. In the process, people usually recognize that the source of the goodness lies at least partially outside themselves. As a result, being grateful also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. For those of us who in here have a personal relationship with Jesus, we have every reason to be thankful. And crazy, secular um, perspective, and what they're writing here is they're like, gratitude connects us to something that is outside of us. And that's so cool to think about. I mean, there's so many benefits as we think about that. Our appreciation for God will continue to grow. But I want to look at a few characteristics that are are fostered in our life as we are thankful. And so one is just joy. We look at Psalms 100, 1 and 2. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Joy. I mean, pure joy, right? If a person who's not grateful, are they going to walk in here and shout to the Lord, you know, for joy? Probably not. Are they going to worship the Lord with gladness and come before him with joyful songs? Probably not. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, a lot of times it's hard for me to remain joyful. It's hard to just, my joy to be consistent and steady. I mean, a lot of things steal it, you know, people, people who I love say or do hurtful things to me, being misunderstood, health of a family member, demotion at work, tragedies in any way, shape, or form. A lot of things steal my, can steal my joy. But it's crazy when I begin to think about the things that I am grateful for in the midst of some of those, my joy comes back. I remember vividly one time this semester, 
where uh, just some things were going on kind of in life and with some of my friends, and it was just hard for me. I was like, man, this is just tough, um, especially relationships that are really close to you. And so it was weighing on me a lot. And then I remember I was praying one day. I started just praying and thanking God for the things that, were, that God had did for me, things that were just well, things that were strong in my life, things that I didn't work for or earn. I started thanking God. And it was crazy how blatantly my thoughts started shifting. My mo- everything started changing. I walked away from that prayer time joyful blatantly. And, it, you know, it's so small, but I just started thanking God in the midst of some of those hard things. And it was crazy what happened in my mental. I walked out of that room and I was praying. I was like, wow, like that was wild to experience. When we're grateful, joy is a benefit that we really get to experience. Another one is endurance. Endurance. When, we have, when we're grateful for what God has done, we can endure more. Actually, um, my wife and I were on a road trip back and this was her point. And she said this, she said, the more we are grateful for things in our life, then the more hard things we can handle. I was sitting there like, who, God, who did you give me? You know what I'm saying? I was in the car like, hey, my wife is solid in here, almost pulled over. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? The more we are grateful for things in our life, the more hard things we can handle. And I think that is just so real, though, because, you know, if, if one thing gets tough in my life and then I crumble, then it's like, man, it didn't take much for me to, you know, to, to get off square for my joy to be gone, for me to be flustered in life. But if I'm grateful for everything God has already done for me and everything that he continues to do, then one thing can go wrong. More things can go wrong. And I'm like, man, you know what? I'm still, I have so much to be grateful for. I really thought that was a, a solid point. And then one thought with that is when I'm grateful for the things that last, my gratitude will last. When I'm grateful for the things that last, my gratitude will last. I can be grateful, right, that God is good. Psalms 100 verse 5, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout all generations. If I'm grateful for that verse alone, God, you are good. For that, I'm so grateful. God, your love endures forever. For that, I'm thankful. Your faithfulness will continue. I'm thankful. I can continue for the rest of my life to be thankful for those three. And guess what? My gratitude will continue. So many reasons to be thankful. Endurance is a benefit of that gratitude. Humility is another benefit of that gratitude. You know, I love that quote earlier. It said it helps people connect to something larger than themselves in their life. And, and this is quick, but I was thinking about this. You know, how many people in your life have done something for you that you didn't even think about thinking? How many people? I was thinking about it for me. I'm like, there's so many people in my life that I don't even think about thinking, right? You go to, go to the grocery store, right? What's the process of food getting into the grocery store? Because I walk in there, I grab my cart, I look at the onions, I look at the tomatoes, and I, I, I pick out which ones I want, put them down, uh, uh, you know? Right? I don't think about who, who, who put those tomatoes in here. You know, what people were harvesting those tomatoes? Who, who put these uh, onions in here? You know, how did they get here? Somebody was grinding to put them in here. How much work went into that? You know, what if, what if they stopped doing that? Then I walk into Walmart and I'm flustered, right? We are 
so much more dependent and interconnected to people than we think. We rely on people more than we think. And humility is produced when I actually begin to think about, wow, I'm grateful for the people who have made this happen. Humility is produced. Another one is peace. In verse Philippians 4, 6, and 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And he says this, he says, and the peace of God, which transcends all your understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. But here's what that verse is saying. That verse is saying that as you present your request to God with thanksgiving, present those requests and there is a peace, there is a literal peace that transcends understanding. So if you don't understand something in your life that's going on right now, as you are presenting your request to God with thanksgiving, his peace will guard your heart and your mind regardless whether you can understand the situation or not. That's what that verse means. When we're grateful, God gives us a peace that we can operate out of, that we can experience, that we can have as we walk with him throughout our days. Peace is a very real thing. We all desire peace. We all desire peace. We desire endurance. We desire humility. We desire all of these things. And it's crazy how simple gratitude is, but how much it applies to all of those areas. And, you know, I'm willing to bet that there are times you know, where we are genuinely grateful, right? I'm willing to bet that there are times where we're just genuinely, just a great, grateful people, right? I'm excited about what's going on in my life right now. God, I'm thankful, right? I'm willing to bet that there are times, but then I'm also willing to bet there are times where we're not grateful. I'm willing to bet there are times that are kind of tougher, that we're just like, man, what, what is actually going on? You know, God, I'm, I'm kind of irritated right now. Now, I'm willing to bet that both of those times are true, and, and, well, and what's the difference, you know? And so the next point is, how, how can we protect our gratitude? How do we protect our gratitude? And I really think it's found right there in verse 3. Verse 3, the beginning of verse 3 says, he says, know that the Lord is God. Know that the Lord is God. You know, on a base level, know that the Lord is God. It's like, well, you think about it simply, well, know that the Lord is God. Okay, you know, I know that the Lord is God. You know, don't you know that the Lord is God? I know, you know, I know. But you know that the Lord, I was thinking about this, the know that the Lord, the Lord, right? We are, that's kind of how we approach God. Lord, oh, Lord, Lord, help me. Lord, ah, oh, Lord, Lord, I don't even understand. Lord, you know, you just get, to, Lord, right? You just call out on him. Lord, know that the Lord, but is, is what is God, though? Know that the Lord is God. Who? Know that the Lord is who? Oh, who, the who that gave people dominion over the animals and not animals dominion over the people in Genesis 3. The Lord who made us in his image. Oh, God, the one who knit all of us together in, his, in our mother's womb in Psalm 139. Oh, you mean the one that ordained that we would be born in this specific time of history, in the specific place that we were born with the specific parents, in the specific realm of time. Oh, you mean, you mean, you mean God. Oh, the one who, who gave all of us the ability that we have, the skill that we have, the one who made us the hair color that we have. Oh, the one who designed us. Oh, you're talking about God. Oh, who, who gave, who gave you an education? Who made you smart? 
Can you read? Right? Who, who taught you how to read? Oh, well, God didn't teach me how to read. Oh, no, but he put you in the place in which you would learn how to read. He put you in the schools where you would get that education. God is the reason for everything that you exist. John 1.17, everything, every good thing that you have from life comes from God. Every good thing that I have comes from God. 1 Corinthians 4.7 says this, says, for who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? And I love that. I haven't even mentioned spiritual realities, right? For those of us who follow Jesus. God, God who called us to himself, like Ephesians 1 talks about all the time, the God who had mercy on me when I was still dead in my sin, like Ephesians 2. Oh, God, God who died for me while I was still sinning. You know, that blows my mind all the time. While I was in the middle of my sin, God died for me. Romans 5, 8. While I was still sinning, God died for me. God, the God who heals, refreshes, who builds, who loves, who cares, who lavishes grace. This is the God. Know that the Lord is God. Why is that important for us to protect our gratitude? Why is that important for us to know that the Lord is God? And the rest of that verse says, it is he who made us. And we are his, we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. You know, I think when we sit back and think about how much of our life actually is credited to God, which is every part, there's nothing but gratitude there. There's nothing but appreciation there. Then verse 4, it's easy to enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. It's easy to give thanks to him and praise his name. We have a million and one reasons to be grateful for. We have a million and one reasons to be grateful. It's easy to do that when I know that the Lord is God. You know, kind of going back to that parent's perspective, you know, kids, kids have so many reasons, right, to tell you you guys are parents in the room. Kids have so many reasons to tell you guys thank you, right? So many reasons to tell you guys Thank you. I mean, hey, hey, thanks for getting pooped on by me, you know. Hey, thanks, thanks for cleaning up my throw up, you know. Hey, thank you for not sleeping for a year straight, right? Thank you for when I was embarrassing you anywhere in public, right? Thank you, thank you. For our kids have so many reasons to tell their parents, thank you. But what happens is kids, right, they don't have the ability to think deeply enough to see that, right? They can't comprehend all the ways that parents have sacrificed for them. So kids don't, they don't know those things. They think that those things are expected. They just, they know that, well, I'm, I'm clean now, you know? I had a blowout, I'm clean now, I don't know, you know? And so kids, they don't, they, they don't, they don't think about that stuff. All kids think about is, is, what is my parent doing for me right now? What is my parent doing for me right now? Right? And then, and then they have to get asked, what do you say? And then it's thank you. What is my parent doing for me right now? And you know what's challenging about that is I, I treat God like that so often. All the things that God has done, you know, it's kind of like I'm a kid and he's the parent. God has done all of this for me over here. And I walk around like, God, what, what are you doing for me right now? What are you doing for me right now? 
if what you're not doing for me right now is not making me happy or I'm not excited about it, then I'm not grateful. And that is challenging uh, for me to think about because what happens then when God, when God begins to prune us to make us more fruitful like John 15 talks about? What happens then in that situation? What happens when God begins to discipline us like Hebrews 12 talks about, right? Because we're his good kids. What happens in those times when God allows pain to happen in our life? What happens? What happens to me, right? What's my perspective? I'm upset. I'm upset. Despite everything we just mentioned, it's easy for me to think about my current situation and be mad at what God is doing and have zero gratitude. You know, one place you see this in the scriptures is the, is the, um, is the Israelites when they come out of Egypt. It's mind-blowing, actually. It truly is mind-blowing. They walk through the Red Sea, walls of water. Just wit- they just witnessed a miracle. Walk through the Red Sea, all of them. Saw God close the Red Sea, defeat Pharaoh and his army. Exodus 15, people of Israel, songs of joy, right? They're singing, excited, God, thank you. Well, I can't believe it. I just watched, I just walked through the Red Sea. I mean, they're, they're on 10. Exodus 16, here's how it starts, Right, they left, got out of Israel, walked into the desert. Here's how Exodus 16 starts. Exodus 2, verse, Exodus verse 2 and 3. In the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. God, we just, we just witnessed, this is not what they're saying, but this is the reality. God, we just witnessed 10 miraculous plagues. I don't even know where to start with the 10 plagues. Then we walked through a sea with walls of water. And now we're in the, this desert. Where's my food at? You know? Where's my food at? You know, they in here like, Where, where's my food? I'm hungry. You know? That's crazy to think about. I am hungry. And then they go as far as to say, God, you should have just killed us in Egypt. It, at least when we were there, we had uh, food to eat. We sat around pots of meat. They didn't say anything about slavery and working overtime labor. (laughs) But I'm hungry right now, so I just want the pot of meat that I had when I was in Egypt. It is so crazy how they were so locked in on the current situation. My gratitude was only based on what is right in front of me. And I mean, that, that... is my life. You know, unfortunately, I, I understand what is going on with them. Unfortunately, I've been there. I feel that often, unfortunately. And you see what their problem is, is that their gratitude was based on what God is doing currently instead of what God has already done. Their gratitude is based on what God is doing currently instead of what God has already done. God, you said you'd provide for me. I mean, we've barely been making it through. God, what's up? 
You said you'd provide for me. It's been hard out here, God. I, what's, what's going on? God's like, hey, we'll remember, right? The Psalms 100, verse 3, know that the Lord is God. Man, remember. Remember. I have provided for you, my son. I've provided for your deepest need. I will take care of everything else for you. Remember that I am God. God, there's so many hard things going on in my life right now. God, God, my job is tough right now. Hey, remember, I've blessed you with the skills and ability to have that job. Not everybody has a job. Man, when my gratitude is based on what God has already done instead of what he is doing currently, I will experience real gratitude. I will experience a true sustainable gratitude. I will be thankful. I will just be a thankful individual. God has done so much for all of us in the room. He's done so much that will allow me, allow us to remain, to continue to have that same perspective of gratitude, no matter what God is doing in our life at the moment. So lastly, how can we cultivate this Thanksgiving in our prayers? What does it actually play out like? You guys might be upset at me at how basic this is, okay? You know what I'm saying? But when I was uh, being discipled, I came to Christ in college. I had a buddy who shared the gospel with me and then began to help me grow in my faith. He was really just taking me to the Bible and literally helping me have a framework of what it means to walk with God for life. He just was, he was just helping me. He was just nurturing me, helping me, guiding me along. And so he taught me how to pray. And, and one thing he taught me was this Acts method. I'm sure you guys have heard of it before. A-C-T-S, Acts. And, and it's an acronym but the A in Acts is adoration. Adoration. The C is confession, the T is thanksgiving, and the S is supplication. And he taught me how to pray. And, and what I started doing, adoration, simply is, is, is praising God, I'm adoring God. So much of the Psalms is adoration. God, you are wonderful. You know, adoration. God, King of kings, Lord of lords. Confession, God, I've sinned in this way reflecting on the ways, and this is actually, confession is so, so good for my, for my own heart when I sit and I actually confess to the Lord, because it takes me a while sometimes to think about the ways that I've sinned, which is pretty sad, because then when I sit and think about it long enough, then I'm confessing for an hour, you know, but it takes a second for it to come. So confession, then thanksgiving. Then I'm just purely straight up thanking God for everything in my life. Thanking, and, and you know what? Thanksgiving is hard because I got to sit and think, what am I thankful for? And if, if, I'm, if I'm going through something that I don't really like, it's hard for me to put together some things I'm thankful for, which is sad. There's so many things I should be thankful for, so many things I am thankful for. And then supplication is just prayer requests. But this Acts method, how can we cultivate it? What I started doing when I was um, in college, and then continued, fall, I fall off every now and then. I just pray this. I pray through it in the mornings. It's Acts method. I just pray it. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. I just pray to God. And sometimes I'll camp out on that thanksgiving. Sometimes I just, or actually I don't even intentionally do it. I just pray, end up thanking God for a really long time. And then my requests are just, you know, they're more like, God, hey, God, I trust you. So I pray for this, I pray for this, but God, whatever you have is great. 
usually I'm there on the backside of thanking him, but if I'm not really thanking him, then I got all these requests slash demands for God, you know. Then I'm coming to God like it's, it's me and him on the same playing field, you know. So Acts method of prayer, how can I cultivate that in our prayers? That, that is one way, very simply. Um, and I think another, uh, something else, too, is just sometimes when you pray, you know, I, I was thinking about this when I was writing this, and I, I, I genuinely don't think that there have been many times where I've just come to God in prayer simply to thank him. Usually when I'm coming in prayer, I'm praying for something. And so that's one thing I was thinking. I'm like, how could, we could be people who just, what if we go to God and just thank him? We just, one whole time, the, the reason I'm coming to you right now, God, is to just thank you. So simple, but I really do believe that the application of that would be profound in our life. Like the like joy, all the things that we were talking about. What if we just go to God and just, I'm, I'm just coming just to thank him right now. This quick car ride, I'm only thanking God for the things that he's done. I'm not going, no requests, no nothing. I think that really would be profound in our life. I really do believe that gratitude leads to a life uh, of joy, of endurance, of peace, of kindness, all the fruits of the Spirit. If we're, if we're people who are thankful, you know, we have a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Trinity. I mean, I'm grateful for the community that's bred here, you know, and, and, and it really is one of those, like, you get out what you put in, you know, because for a while it was like, well, I, it, the, all the pieces, it, all the, you know, the water was there, but I was the horse that just wasn't really drinking, you know, like, I'll come and, and show up, but like, you know, I'm not really putting in work to get to know people, but man, when you do actually start digging in, wow, God has done something cool with the community here in this, in this place, you know. I'm grateful for the mission statement, like practicing the, uh, practicing the way of Jesus for the renewal of all things. I love that, right? I'm so grateful for the vision, you know, that, that Trinity has in the direction that we're headed on as a body. I mean, you, you, can, you can think about whatever in life that you are grateful for, you know, and don't skip past the small things, Right? Are all your tires full of air? <laughs> you know? You definitely recognize when one's not. <laughs> you know, let's be grateful for the, the small things in our life. And I guarantee that, you know, God would actually really do amazing things through our life in our own, in our own hearts, you know, in my own heart. And so very simple, foundational, fundamental thought of gratitude. And in Psalms 100, you really see it. I mean, you really see, you really see that thanksgiving in the heart that we desire uh, to live for. And so when my gratitude is based on what God has already done instead of what God is doing currently, I will have a true sustainable gratitude. Let us be people who truly reflect and think about all the things and all the ways God has blessed us um, through and through with all of our friendships here, with everything going on in our life, whether some things are hard, whether some things are challenging. So I pray for us. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you. God, we thank you for, uh, God, where, uh, God, we were born. God, what time we were born. God, we're thankful to have life. We're thankful for you sending your son. God, we're thankful that we get to be God, your children, we're thankful that we can know you personally. God, we're thankful for 
a Sunday. God, we're thankful for like-minded individuals getting to come together legally. God, people don't even have that in countries. God, we're grateful for being able to talk about you wherever, God, and have freedom of speech. God, we're grateful for God, being able to have your scriptures. God, so many places don't even have the Bible, don't even have your words. God, we're thankful for, God, what you've given us. God, we're thankful for your love in our life, thankful for the ways that you pursued us. God, we're grateful. God, grateful for leadership, for Jeremy, Cam, and Mark. God, Joe, God, thankful for the ways that you've been working, God, through those men's lives. God, thankful. Thank you for the worship team, God, who who gets up here and prepares, God, every Sunday, puts in work and and time behind the scenes. God, thank you, God, that they get to lead us and we get to sing together as a body of Christ. God, thank you. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our life. God, I pray that we be people of gratitude. Stand me pray. Amen.